What's up? What's up? Welcome back to Jack of All Trades, a weekly podcast for you to digest where there will always be a special guest. I'm not going to hold you on this love after lockup review. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, what's going on? Oh, child. We know we late, but we are here. <laughs> we made it. We hey, made y'all. it. And we are we are here and we are excited because we are not only recapping the end of Love After Lockup, but we are counting down to the premiere of tonight's new season of love oh i'm getting it wrong life after lockup mm, i love how they keep it rolling right <laughs> keep your that. foot on our next we tv <laughs> oh mr matt <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to do a, a brief little recap of love after lockup season four episode 40 the season finale wedding rings and secret flings and then we'll talk about all of the couples coming back for life after lockup (laughs) right um we'll let you know if we rocking with them or not and they also gave a sneak peek into the new episode so yeah it's there's plenty to discuss here and there'll be plenty more once this new season of life after lockup starts so i'm excited me too all right so let's see who shall we begin with for our recap um justine and michael cameron and eris really ain't yeah they have nothing. We can go with them, actually. Eris and Cam. Yes. OG Cam. OG Cam and Eris. You know, slight sidebar. I don't understand why people have such a hard time with Eris's name. Like, I hear other what people. What do they call her? Other people talking about the show. I mean, they call her Aries, Aris. Girl. Aris. The name. They literally say her name on the show. What are y'all about? Yes. Just being disrespectful. Just being lazy. Like, but I'm sorry. Whatever. Just a, a, a small mm-hmm. petty peeve of mine. Like, what? Anywho's, Eris, um, we see her. She's up for an hour before OG Cam wakes up from his drunken day. Okay, can't even say night, but his full day of drinking and turning up with his family before he came back to the hotel where Eris was still sick as a dog. So now it's the <laughs> next day. <laughs> she is headed back home to Tampa and she's waiting for him to get up it's because it's time, almost time for her to go. So she attempts to wake him up and he kind of rolls back over at that point and um, but he really doesn't have a clue what's happening when he finally wakes up. He doesn't know what time it is, you know, and she's finally like, all right, I'm going downstairs. And she's waiting in the lobby, drinking some coffee. As he comes to and gets himself together, he can't find his ring. And I can't help but think that was slightly staged. Like, 
But that's the first thing he tells us. Like, oh, where's my ring? He asked production, have they seen the ring? He calls Eris. She said she was down in the lobby. And he was like, oh, well, bring me something back up. Right? He's putting in an order. She's Girl. like, I'm not bringing you shit. So he goes down there and meets her in the lobby. And they talk about his behavior. Um, he says he's going to be staying at a friend's house while she's headed back home. And she starts to ask him, like, you know, about his behavior. Like, do you realize, like, why you don't have your ring? Do you know what you said? Do you know what you did? And he's so oblivious and making it seem like none of it's a big deal. And he should not be, you know, patronized for blacking out. Like, it really shouldn't be that big of a of an issue. And he says he doesn't want it. To, he does not want to report to a, a PO and his wife, but he does not see his drinking as a problem at all. Mm. So they claim they're on good terms now. And by the end of that scene and they drive to the airport, he commits to being better. And then he sees her off and we just kind of see her headed back home. But it's just kind of like mm, weak sauce, not really feeling the way that it all went. And his- the whole season to me was weak sauce for them. Like they had one good episode with the sisters, but yeah. maybe two. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like their whole storyline, like I don't know, Cam, he's just immature. You know, he's just that. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like I don't really expect nothing more. I think she expects more from him. But like, girl, you know what kind of man you married, right? Yeah. The only time considerate, like you know, and she's very calm with him. She's a lot calmer. She's way calmer than I would have ever been with him. Yeah. It's that. Yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do to kind of keep themselves valuable members of this cast like for lack of better terms because to your point the only time that we were entertained by them was when his family was involved so if you're going to tampa unless your sisters are pulling up i'm not sure what i'm tuning in for and they not mama's is running businesses in ohio where they from ohio iowa ohio ohio yeah um stephanie owns a bar i think she owns two actually yeah she's also an esthetician like girl you better yes thank (laughs) you so So, yeah they right they're established (laughs) in their communities (laughs) so they don't have time to just be running off to tampa Mm -mm. so i want eris though one thing i do want her to do and quite a few of these girls on the show okay i want them to wear the proper garments under these dresses honey and the proper underwear you know i'm a garment kind of girl my mama didn't play that shit okay Mm -hmm. i'm from the slip era honey okay you're gonna have on a slip under that skirt so yeah i i really want that for eris and a couple of others on yeah on the show yes Mm -hmm. and I feel like if anyone's been tuned in, y'all know not to get that twisted with us calling her anything other than that. (laughs) Like we're calling out the issue as we see it. Because I too agree. You can wear whatever you want, but you're going to look a hell of a lot better in it if you put on some garments to to support 
you know the mm. the out outside look <laughs> the uh, the out mm-hmm. out layer so. my grandma never always had on that stuff always like they had girl you know older women always had on the garment honey something to suck in smoothie out <laughs> yeah <laughs> all type of stuff yeah so best of luck to her she and her daughter lena are waiting on cam to come down to tampa that's where we leave them for love after lockup and (sighs) we'll we'll keep it moving let's see justine and michael next or can we do nathan and skyler we sure can we sure can Yes, you go ahead and kick it off. I have questions. Mm -hmm. I have questions. They meet his brother. Right? What's Nathan's brother's name? Mm, I forget the brother's name. So he's also a recovering addict. Yes. I do remember that. Yeah, who is skeptical of Skylar. Mm-hmm. Like, how is everybody a recovering addict and everybody is skeptical of each other? Yes. What are y'all doing here? Like, what are y'all doing here? What? Because it was the brother and then was it also the the uncle cousin? (laughs) Yes, girl. That he... Ghetto shit. White folks ghetto shit. Right. (laughs) Also an addict. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, but everybody has an opinion inside of each other. Why are y'all friends? Why are y'all even hanging out? Go do something else. Right. <laughs> this don't seem healthy. Girl. So this this scene or a couple of scenes we got from them was ugh, nothing to it. But it's Halloween time. They go to a pumpkin patch. And they decide they want to do something a little bit more chill this year. They don't want to go to a bar and get triggered and ultimately wind up getting wasted potentially using so they said they're going to hang out with a few close friends and go to a haunted cemetery type of experience i guess it was Hmm. and that will be their alternative to getting sloshed so they decide that uh, nathan will be frankenstein and skylar will be the bride of and they are going to you know bring in the night in that way so we see um, them go to this event later on at in the evening. Skylar gets out of the car in a dress that looks like it was made from Nathan's Ku Klux Klan outfit. Um, <laughs> Your ass is crazy. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to say that, okay? Girl. <laughs> and Nathan, he literally only put on makeup to look like Frankenstein. Like there was really not much else to his outfit. She looked cute, right? She was, you know, and that's the thing, right? Girls can get away with whatever on Halloween, pretty much, pretty much so. But mm-hmm. he just looked, you know, basic, as they would say. <laughs> Even though they don't want to, she doesn't want to look oh. like a basic bitch. <laughs> Right, he said he didn't want no, he didn't want to deal date a basic bitch. Yeah. That's what he said. Yes. Nathan, you are the basic bitch. Right. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Jokes on you. So we don't like you. So they have some like bullshit together forever moment. Um, before they really 
start the haunted tour and start hanging out more with their friends. And we kind of hear the friends and family in the distance. Again, it's Nathan's brother, his cousin, uncle, and her friend. And they're saying, oh, they look good together and things might work out for them. But like you said, everybody's still very nervous. Like, I don't know, he could be a trigger for her. She could be a trigger for him. And, you know, we all addicts. And it's just like, okay, I don't know how, I don't know how this is supposed to work for y'all. It's so stupid. (laughs) So again this haunted cemetery experience starts and i don't know why they agreed to film there because (laughs) the shit is literally like loud you've got these people dressed in their costumes popping out and nathan and skylar and their friends aren't scared and they're trying to have like serious conversations about how their relationship could go in the midst of all this like it was real goofy yeah, super. I don't like haunted houses or haunted stuff. Yeah. Okay. I thought I was like the only person. I went one time and I was like, yeah, I'm good. I remember going as a kid, but, you know, I quickly realized if I'm going to have to cover my eyes for 80% of the experience, I just don't exactly. Need to yeah. Exactly. So at one point, Nathan shows Uncle Cousin the ring that he got for Skylar. <laughs> And that's when he was like, I don't know. Should you really be trying to propose to her, man? We're all addicts. Like, do you know how much you could get for that (laughs) ring on the street? (laughs) See, ghetto shit. (laughs) I hate it. Oh, gosh. I hate it. And there was a lot of conversation about protecting Nathan's vulnerability and I didn't like that. Oh right. That's because, his problem. That's why he act the way he act now. Yes. Instead of making Nathan stand up and be accountable for his actions and treat people better, they allow him to play victim and say, Oh, well, I'm vulnerable. You know I'm vulnerable. You know you can't treat right. me that way or else I'm gonna react and it's gonna be bad. Like Yeah. No, that's not how this shit should work. So um They're questioning, you know, whether or not she's ready for marriage. But at the end of the of the event or the tour or whatever it was, like everything's fine. This is probably one of the calmest days that they've had. But there's still just not much to their story. And there's just not much more that we want. Because like you said, like this man is over here using offensive language. Um, Super. He has not addressed any of his issues i feel like he comes off like he could snap at any time it just doesn't feel good to watch them yeah because as we watch them and support them because they getting a check from the show it's like we're condoning this shit and i do not want to feel bad when you know skylar or someone else gets hurt because we because nathan did what we saw of him all along mm-hmm. uh yeah i just rather do it out and they're toxic. i keep saying this every episode like how toxic they are together so it's yeah. like just let them go do them like why are they coming back i don't understand girl yeah we'll definitely be getting to that but we end the finale with them saying they're looking for a place he hasn't proposed yet and 
and for me, I, I want to be like Good Riddance, but as you mentioned, I guess we're still on the ride with them. So, I have a little tea. Do you? What I wonder if it's the same tea I have. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? So, Skylar is a mom. Yes, of two. Of two girls, daughters, two daughters. Like it keeps getting worse. Like, girl, what are you? What are you about? Like, you got out and and ran up behind this man, Nathan. Like, why would you do that? No mention of the and who are their fathers? I have questions. Right. <laughs> Because you talked a lot about these boyfriends that have unfortunately passed away. Like, do either one of them belong to one of those men? Exactly. Where were they? Like, is this a part of the reason that your mom is kind of going hard? I don't know. Because it seems right now like you're a terrible mother. So what's going on? <laughs> it's, but okay. Yeah. Like, you're over there in the, you know, the destiny pile at this rate because i know we didn't see a lot of the time that she was out right like i think we only saw maybe five days out of prison for her maybe mm -hmm. uh maybe a week but in that week we never once heard you even mention having children even if you didn't see them yeah that's wow it's very interesting how some of these people are able, you know, to only share certain parts of their lives. But I guess if I'm honest, it seems like the women are the ones more likely to not tell you about some of their kids. Yeah, I, I can see why they should be embarrassed. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. Or maybe it's, I don't know. Yeah, I, that's I think it's embarrassment. That's it. That's all. It may be. That's true. And in a lot of cases, too, when you are a mom and you have been in jail and that means lost custody of your kids, that might mean that primary caretakers are like, don't mention this child in anything. you. That's true. On. Yes. Agree. Especially stuff about jail. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But yes, definitely um, saw that through some of the, the bloggers and vloggers. And it will be interesting to see how much more we might learn about her in the future appearances that we'll, we'll have. So mm. moving right along. <laughs> My bad girl. Right. Justine and Michael. So <sighs> more mess, more mess. So let's see. Justine explains to Michael why she was so upset about the way things went down with her mom. It's very much like, you know, I want you to save me from myself. That's that's all I took away from it. Um, but Michael mm. says he didn't mean to upset her. Um, mm. And she she made a valid point. He said he didn't mean to upset her about, you know, not being on time and not coming from the studio when he said he would, because that that is what she feels like led to her spilling the beans about the baby. That's her justification. And he says, you know, that wasn't his intention, but she made a good point when she says that he didn't even like call, you know, to let her know that he was running late. 
And I'm like, that's that's a fair point. Like you could call, you could text send a smoke signal yeah just communicate communicate Mm -hmm. and he's a good communicator so i feel like in this situation he gets a pass because he is such a good communicator in any other instance and situation so i mean i thought it was nobody is perfect yeah i get it this was for something important but he's still always the good communicator like he dropped the ball one time yeah and he also said something that is valid for a rapper such as himself. Like if you go to the studio and you don't feel like you leave, Girl. you know, with the work complete, then it feels like you didn't accomplish your goal. And I mean, uh, hey, that works if you are 18 and you don't have any responsibilities, but you are good and grown with a slew of kids and a wife. A slew of kids <laughs> and a and wife. Okay. So, Period. yeah, you might need to move a little differently in the studio, but but um, they kind of move forward. And now that they've told Justine's mom, he wants to tell her kids and she really wants to push to also have him tell her mom. So um, the next day they take the kids to or I don't know, maybe it's later that day. Hell, they take the kids right. <laughs> to get some ice cream. And on the way, they pick up their mo- her mom and they're all talking about their favorite flavors. And you can tell Justine really holds a lot of hostility towards her mom because when her mom called out her favorite flavors, she, of course, rolled her eyes. Girl, it's just like, Girl. you're too grown. And now that but this lady pays your bill. That's so right. like, what resentment do you have? What is your issue? You spoiled little brat ass girl. <laughs> right. Because from everything that we can see, she's done everything she could to try to help you. But, you know, who knows? I mean, it could be just something that we can't relate to. I guess that's all I'll say. <laughs> but anyways, um, they get an extra scoop of ice cream um, for the party. And... Once everybody has their flavors, uh, Justine and Michael are like, oh, well, there's an extra. Who's this for? It's for the new baby. You stupid. (laughs) That's what they did. Okay. It's the voice for me. Because that's what I heard. And um, the kids all have different expressions. Grandma's just sitting there waiting for the bottom to fall out. Um, And then there's just conversation they ask justine you know do you think or want it to be a boy or a girl and she says that she wants another girl because she essentially wants to make up for everything she could not do with her daughter kylie and you can tell that hits her very hard Mm, mm, mm. and it just felt As as it should right like it felt a slight bit careless um to phrase it that way i mean i get it it's you know it's hard to tiptoe around things sometimes especially if that's just how you feel and there's some excitement but you had to know you're 17 that that didn't sound yes like oh you're you're headed off to college and i didn't have any of this when i had you so now i'm going to basically shower her with everything pamper her and make up for everything that I fell short on with you. Like, of course, that sounds just a little bit, you know, careless. 
So her daughter, she and her daughter get up and go to talk on the side. And there's a funny moment from her son. Her younger son says, I have um, a name. If it's a boy, Chad. If it's a girl, Chad. (laughs) My boy. (laughs) (laughs) So um, Justine and Kylie, Chad, and, you know, Kylie's just dealing with all of this change. Like you've been dating. First of all, like, let's back it up. You moved out to Pennsylvania to be closer to Michael when Kylie was probably starting high school somewhere around there. You've lived out there, worked, visited him, had grandma come in to help every now and then. And then when he gets out, you're immediately married. You married him before he even got out. You're immediately moving him in when he gets out. And now here you are two, three weeks after his release and you're pregnant like that's a lot of change for anybody but they wanted that they they wanted to get pregnant the first time and all of that stuff they didn't think that through and i think michael kind of regretted it a little bit yeah but he can't say it right i mean of course and like you say yes that's what they wanted but that is not something that any of them kids were prepared for and i think that's what we saw you know, in addition to any other valid emotions, I think that contributed to how Kylie was feeling too. Like, your mama is wilding. Oh yeah, because that oldest son fell away. Don't think he don't now. He, right. he feels away. He told us that a few episodes ago. So it's definitely going to be some adjustment for these kids. I feel bad for him actually. Yep. And now you want to add another one into the mix. I'm pretty sure all of them kind of feel that way because she's so just giddy over Michael. You yes. Know? It's like these kids see that. They see, you know, and then they, they just kind of throw these men on their children. They force these men on their children. Like, yeah, we're going to be a family. You got to do it. You like it, right? Like, chill. Right. And Let I'm, these kids, that's one thing. These kids are transitioning from phone conversations and FaceTime to real life in person with this man. Right. Right. And imagine Kylie. How many times has she been through this? Exactly. So to your point, Michael, he seems to be immediately feeling some some regret um, at going so fast because he tells us, that his children told him directly, do not go and have another baby. We have not spent any time spent any time with you. And now you're thinking, don't even think about bringing another kid into the mix. And Girl. now that it's happening, it's kind of like, whoops. But it's just like, these fools are selfish. Like y'all could have done something, anything to keep this mm-hmm. from happening right away. But you knew that's what you wanted. You disregarded what everybody else said, and now you're gonna have to deal with the, the real consequences. So next up, Michael's mom. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. He's scared to tell her. Another reason that you know that he knew they shouldn't have did this so fast because you should not be so scared. Because he said this is not even the first time that she's found out that he's got somebody pregnant over the phone or from prison. And hmm. she still has animosity about that meet up in the park Mm. so from there they face like they're on the couch in the living room the kids are there as well i don't know why uh but they facetime michael's mom and 
he tries to like frame up the conversation like you're happy i'm out of jail right and she's like yes he's like okay we'll keep that in mind like no <laughs> right that's not gonna be the fallback yeah so they tell his mom that she's pregnant that justine is pregnant and she can't believe it she's just like are you serious like she's not really feeling it of course as to be ex- expected and um she tries to kind of sidestep justine by speaking in spanish hit her with a little you know podemos hablar un segundo mm. <laughs> mm. and it's like justine see that was your opportunity to be like Mm-mm, y'all hablo y'all espanol senora okay you need to get your skills up brush up on it yeah because you can't let her be hitting you with that shit but michael you know he defends her and says nah don't switch up to spanish you know that's rude if you got something to say say it with your tre- say it with your chest to both of us she's like are you sure <laughs> i was like dad what she got for something she had him with are you sure i was like what girl what right so his mom says that he should get a paternity test and this is when we learn that his mom has seen paternity situations gone wrong. Her brother raised somebody else's kid for a long time. But she also has been um, pretty disrespectful, if you will, and overstepped her boundaries and has secretly tested all of his other kids. And Michael claims that that's invasive, tells her no. And we see Justine get up and walk away. And he's like, who do you think you are? Maury Popovich? <laughs> Girl, pissed me off. Pissed me off. Now, I was like, now you know what? You get a lot, you do a lot of shit right. Here you go. Right. Um, I agreed with him in the sense that it is invasive to ask him to do that with her. Like, if that's something he wants to do, then let him make that decision but you cannot dictate that to him but then i also thought about how you've been in jail and you've still been having these kids so if she's had to help raise them look out for them you know just be that family member to step in in a gap while you aren't there i would also want to make sure that it was legitimately my you know kids child as well okay so I don't know. I don't know because her brother went through that. So it's like she's putting her past family trauma on everybody else. True. And for this to be Justine, like you hook them up, mom. Like, yes. Right. That part. You (laughs) hook them up. So it goes to show what type of girl that she was hooking up with her son. She just didn't think he was going to marry her. Right. That's what I think. Because what the... Now it's paternity test time when you hooked us up. Right. But see, you just thought you you probably got tired and you needed a little break from sending that money. And I don't know. Maybe Michael was straight and didn't need no money. That's but, a valid point, though. I feel like yeah. they, there was that moment where she's like, I need a break. Somebody else go visit him. Somebody else... Yeah. Go, yeah. That's the only thing I think of when it makes me come out. Yeah, I met her through my mom. Yeah, she needed a break. Mm. But he, she just didn't think he was going to go this far. Yeah. So that kind of shows 
goes to show you what type of girl she I don't know. Whatever you think of Justine, you hooked him up with her. So whatever, girl. Um, speaking in Spanish, now you're requesting a paternity test. You're putting your past family trauma everybody else. Like, I would never be cool with her if I was Justine. Never. It wouldn't be beef. Like, I wouldn't be disrespectful to his mother, but nah. Well, because uh-uh. you know it doesn't end there. <laughs> nope. You know, she'll pull some new trick out when the baby comes or when when all of the kids are together. And I wouldn't be surprised if she's giving every mother of the children a little bit of hell. I think we mentioned that early on. But yeah, yeah, whatever relationship Justine had with her, she can just, you know, consider that dead and gone because in this mother-in-law role, and the grandmother to one of her children, she's definitely going to show up differently. Well, just saying, I guess we can look at it as she swabbed all the rest of them kids. Yours is not exempt. Right. <laughs> I, right. That was something I thought about. I'm like, well, at least she's showing you not necessarily like an exception. Yeah. You might not love what you're hearing, but it, it's happened to all the kids. And that's what you see. You you would have had you waited to marry him. You would have known what you was marrying. Him. So how about that? Right. Oh, pressed. Well, he, after the conversation, he gets up and walks into the kitchen and, you know, asks if she's okay. They basically are like, we're going to stick beside each other and ride it out. And, you know, she's early on. They, they wrap with them saying that the baby will be due in seven months. So more to come on them. (laughs) Mm Hmm. Oh, joy. Right. Next caller. Yes. Uh, from here, let's see who we got. Ashley and Travis. Girl. You know what? I'm mad because we missed an opportunity to call them Trashly this whole season. <laughs> we sure did. Trashly. <laughs> you know what, though? It's really just her. <laughs> I am rooting for Travis, okay? Yes. I am pro Travis. The clear winner of this season. So, uh, yeah, Ashley is an op. <laughs> she's an op to your success um, out in the mm-hmm. in the real world for sure. Mm-hmm. So they head back to his mom's house from the hotel now that they have finally agreed that they will move in. And it's really weird because she's asking him the same questions that were asked when she met the mom the first time. Like, is she going to talk to me? Will she like me? And she's like, girl, don't you remember? Like, he already told you the answers to these questions. (laughs) Girl. So they get to the house and the mom is trying to, like, greet them, you know, get them out the car, hug them. And Ashley, like, hurries off. Like, we're just trying to get everything unpacked. Okay. So, like... (laughs) And just scurries to the basement. I'm like, you couldn't give this woman a hug, a handshake? Uh, you better. Like, she, you're staying in her house. Right. So Ashley is another disrespectful, like, yeah. just terrible. Yeah, real piece of work. So it's okay, kind of, for mom that she rushes off because it gives her an opportunity to turn to Travis and apologize for her opinions from the day before and says that she'll support them getting married right away if if they want to and she just doesn't want to run him off and i was just like no you should have stood your ground 
you know that mm-hmm. people do not need to be married and if he was gonna get married it doesn't need to be to ashley so i i felt bad for her because i get it like you don't want to run him off you don't want to feel like if i don't support this i won't see him for another decade but you knew mama you already knew that shit wasn't going and it's like it's two women fighting over him like yeah his girlfriend and his mother that's weird as fuck but don't we see it often yes men and having unhealthy relationships with their mothers because we have to date them right (laughs) right and particularly on this program like you know especially these men that get out they haven't seen their moms in so long and they show up with these girlfriends whether they know them or not it seems and they just immediately start competing with this woman Mm -hmm. so (laughs) there was that like vibe that she gave off and it was like no mama let's not do that but they get into the house and then Ashley is like, oh, okay, yeah, let's talk. And then she has the nerve <laughs> to say to his mother, so what made you f- feel like it was Where okay? do you get off? Yeah, what gave you the right, okay? Where do you get off? Give you the right. She it was her garbage that was disrespectful that that had been my mama. I felt like Michael's sisters and them should have been there to squad up like, oh no, you're not gonna talk to my mama like that. Yeah. <laughs> Like the first five words she used were just like, "Are you kidding me?" But she yeah, was like, "Mink, mink, 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 mink." Okay. <laughs> but she's like, "Oh, what? So what made you feel like it was okay, or gave you the right to try to tell Travis how to live his life at forty-four? And this woman, who stronger than me." She was like, you know what? I don't know. And and I didn't mean to come off like that. Very apologetic. And I was just like, oh, his mama is better than me. Because I would have been like, oh, okay, so y'all can go ahead and pack your things and get back in that right. car. Yeah, that's what y'all gonna live in. Well, my son can stay here. I don't know where you gonna, where you gonna go. Right. But Travis, you're more than welcome. Right. But in that conversation because she basically concedes to ashley everything seems to wrap up and you know they hug it out but i do like in her brief confessional she's like you know what we'll see how things go but i'm the queen bee around here she can be a princess but i run this shit i was like okay my house and it is right you pay the bills that girl don't even have no money to kick down on no rent nothing toward a light bill nothing no right you better pop your shit in your house, queen. Yes. I was like, just so we know that you still wearing your ain't crown. No, ain't nobody popping their cat in this house with me. Okay. <laughs> so they do weird things like, you know, play a little kickball in the backyard and then go back down into the basement and hang out and cuddle. And this is when Ashley decides to tell Travis that she is three weeks late on her period. And this is when I feel like you can see Travis say, yep, I am done with this shit. Because he's like, is this normal? Don't you feel like this is something you should have told me? You know, blah, blah, blah. And Ashley says that she's bought some pregnancy tests, so she'll go ahead and take them. So she takes the tests. They are negative. Thank God. And... Mm -hmm. 
you can tell like Travis is just, um, it's, he's turned off after this. It's a wrap. He even tells us, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to reel it back in from Ashley a little bit, you know, slow things down. And I was like, oh, this man is done. Yeah. Super done. And it was a lot. Like, he, she tricked him. <laughs> there were definitely like, some dreams. Tried to trap him, like, but I don't know for what. One of the bloggers said that, like, they felt like she tried to trap him, but I was like, but trap him for what? Like, into a relationship? That's it. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like he had money or nothing, like, but she definitely scammed him, like. I don't think she scammed him in, I guess, why? in the literal sense of the word, because I don't know what she would have really wanted from him other than just, like, love and attention that nobody else was willing to give her i think she more so like maybe it was like a catfish scam combo yeah because Mm -hmm. she kind of sold this dream of a a a stable life that would afford them this opportunity to do all of these things and you know have these very established professions and live in this house and all of that was gone within the first two weeks and i think it's attributed to her having some sort of substance abuse problem i don't care what she say like (laughs) especially after she got drunk the the previous week and then when she found out she wasn't pregnant she said we should go out and get drunk tonight she did so she did i think but y'all broke and i that's one thing i'll be popping my cat about in my house yeah too mom oh y'all think y'all gonna be living here talking about y'all broke but y'all said he went to the bar to get drunk no right not not on my watch not in my 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 caucasian home no no absolutely i'm not comfortable (laughs) shout out to joanne the scammer the realest scammer of them all but yeah they i feel like right there was some uh what's the word i'm looking for I feel like she told some lies and she wouldn't want to admit that they were lies because she kind of sold them as these embellished, you know, scenarios that they could potentially have. And then once he got out and the reality set in that she was drinking her money away or popping her money away. And then she told her landlord too much, right? There was too much evidence of the fact that there was a felon indeed living in her house. You got cameras, you keeping up a lot of shit. You got to go. And you didn't have anywhere else to go? Yeah. That tells me you had something going on that you were not being honest with Travis about. Agreed. So, I don't know. She tried to scam him out of, you know, being able to talk to somebody else, I guess. That <laughs> she, she scammed his time. With... Yeah, because he could have just paroled to his mother's house, yes. figured it out, or been talking to some other chick when I lived with her like that wasn't the, a chick that was telling the truth you know like yeah right or even if she didn't have it another chick didn't have it all the way together just being honest about where you are because that was the main thing Ashley always thought more of her situation than it really was you could tell yeah because she still at the end was talking about trying to buy a house and i'm like girl your credit is shot like right you got evicted (laughs) how you finna go buy a house be be the fuck cool (laughs) 
So at the end of the episode, uh, we see that shortly after filming, uh, they realized that things were not working out with them living in his mother's home and they broke up. And Ashley is now working on fixing her jewelry business and living the single life. And I don't feel like they did enough of a job celebrating Travis for making it out of that shit alive and unscathed. Exactly. Exactly. So good now I want you. him to get his shit together. Yes. Because I don't know. He kind of scared me a little bit because when Ashley was taking that pregnancy test, he was talking about going out to rob and steal to provide <laughs> for the baby like no sir no you're that's not your role as her father right he sure did oh. say that child so but it's it's definitely good that he got out of that relationship because it was not working this woman never stopped crying you know so hopefully he's just in a more peaceful situation and just has the opportunity to get himself together You've done enough time. Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and fly right. I like it. <laughs> All right. Um, our final couple of the season. Oh, like the blunt time. <laughs> Monique and Derek. Toxicity on display. Um we open up with them headed back out uh to have a cookout at the park so that he can meet up with his siblings and his other family members uh they are in the grocery store and buying all the things steaks and and sausages and hot dogs and all the things that we like at a good cookout and they head over to the park and it's the blind leading the blind. Neither one of them knows how to light a grill. Girl, I always want to do something. They don't, now one of them know how to do it, but they always want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so we see Derek's father shows up um, in time to help save this fiasco that's already in motion. Uh, he pinches, you know, he pierces the aluminum foil that... Derek already has the meat on. He barely let the grill heat up, you know, before he put the burgers on the on the grill. So thank goodness his dad comes and helps bring things together. And so it's dad, big ma, uh, Derek's great grandmother and his aunt. So again, still the nicer side of the family. Clearly they break bread, they chill. Time is passing, though, and everybody's, like, trying to figure out where the siblings are. And... Like, because hours have passed at this point. Yes. Yes. Now, we see Monique feeling the need to bring them up and ask Derek about them, but then also saying slick remarks about them in front of the relatives. And that's just... That's a no-go zone. Like, you should know that blood is thicker than water... These people, regardless of what's going on, how you might feel about them in the moment, um, when it comes to the to the siblings, they might not be here for you having an opinion and talking crazy about them. Agree. Like you agree. That's why they want to fight you. Keep <laughs> okay. So Big Ma's like, all right, well, it's been real. But it's getting a little late in the day for a 94-year-old. So she 
<laughs> right? So Derek's father and aunt take her home and they start to wrap everything up. And of course, he's super, you know, disappointed about the siblings and says this is pretty reflective of how they always were. You know, they said, oh, yeah, we're going to be there, bro. We're going to come through. You can count on us. Right. And none of the nothing ever worked out that way. But sure enough, as they are getting in the car to pull off, um, the the white truck pulls up and Derek is trying to get Monique to just punch it, you know, like put your put your pedal to the metal. <laughs> He it's like I'm surprised he didn't hit her with the let me drive. You know they love to let them drive. He this he my, did it this at my that neighborhood. Point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my neighborhood. I know where to go. And then she like where? I'm like I don't get it. Girl, <laughs> girl. Oh my gosh. She can't drive at all. She's a new driver. Put she, it like right, that. She's okay. a new driver. Yes, very good. Very nice. She's a new driver. So when some of us might be able to whip around in a in a pinch, she doesn't seem to be as comfortable. She wants her GPS set up. She wants to, you know, be all situated. But now she feels like she's trapped because the they have pulled up right behind them. And then Elizabeth gets out of the car and knocks on the window. And, you know, I'm really I think every time we see them, it sinks in more and more like y'all are really just the ghetto side of the family. (laughs) Absolutely. Full of drama. Yes. Want to make everything a thing. And that's why he don't want nothing to do with them. Yes. That's exactly why he like, look, he said it. He said they were like this when I was in jail. This is what I'm talking about. Inconsistent. Saying they going to send money. They don't answer the phone. You know, and mm-hmm. this is this is stuff like that really matters. And Monique did all of that stuff. So, yep. here we are. And y'all wonder why he don't want to fuck with y'all. Let that man go be with his girl in peace. Then y'all want to go fuck that up. That's crazy. Right. So, after Elizabeth knocks on Derek's window, he lets the window down. And she's trying to, she's asking what's the problem as if she doesn't know. And this is another prime moment where she's like you know I'm, i was about to smack the shit out of you and the monique is like smack the shit out of who and then you know what that would have been my response to smack the shit out of who <laughs> who are you talking to <laughs> whom what did you say oh okay <laughs> and come on big lizzie let's get to it <laughs> And that's where I know I am the polar opposite where I would have been like, oh, she's absolutely not talking to me. So I don't have anything to say. Oh, no, no, no. Let's clear the air. We're going to do that. <laughs> Let's make it clear who you're not talking to. I want to hear you say it. Because <laughs> then at that point, now it's opening the window for them to continue to play and show their disdain, you know, whether or not they want to pretend like they want to support Derek or not. They know that they really don't like Monique and they've been already making fun of her, you know, treating her poorly, all that you could think of. So this is just another moment where they can make it a thing like in, and go back and forth. And I guess my issue too, is it's like Monique, you can't even ask a simple question like that just to clear the air and then shake it off. Like at that point she was immediately pissed. And then Elizabeth, again playing too much falls down to the ground and makes it seem like Monique hit her or ran over her foot and then Aubriana gets out and she comes over Girl, 
it was so staged. All they asked was laughing. Exactly. <laughs> and that was the thing, too. I'm like, if everybody's laughing, it's like, Elizabeth, all of them play too much. But Monique can't take a joke either. Like, I would have been like, all right, right, if everybody got jokes and everybody laughing, then I guess we all good. But we still on our way out. So they um, just pick up too much shit. Yes, they that's all. Right. So Monique and Derek finally maneuver the car uh, to drive away, and at this point, <laughs> Monique and Derek get into a really heated exchange once they're driving because Derek is upset about like how things went with the sister and. Monique is mad because she feels like it was another moment where he didn't defend her. Now, to be clear, he does not do a good job of defending her. He lets them talk all types of ways about her, whether she's around or not, and doesn't really like defend her or stand in. And, but at the same time, it's like Monique gets so riled up about everything that they say and do. Like, again, like I say, I'm the type of person where I will literally pretend like you don't exist. Like, you are not going to move me. And Uh Monique is very, like, very easily moved. Like, she's the type Uh of person where if you accidentally look at her too long, she's going to think you're staring and then get mad. Like, you know what? Monique ghettos and keep up a lot of shit too. Let's be yes. clear. Right. So she's one of them. I gotta respond all the time. Yes. As bitches. Yes. Like just don't. Like some things need a response. Like those sisters. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna respond when she Elizabeth said what she said about smacking the shit out of somebody. That's gonna trigger a response out of me. <laughs> but some other little stuff she say like all that internet shit. I would ignore the fuck out they ass. Do you right. hear me? I block them. I wouldn't even know what they posted. I wouldn't feel compelled to write a paragraph on the shit. Right. Like, okay, girl, whatever. Right. So this is kind of fueling the continued argument they're having. Um, So also, let's make sure to call out, because of the way that they left the park, like production wasn't able to leave with them. So they're trying to catch up to them. And Mm -hmm. they're asking Monique if she can pull over and they're calling places out. And Derek is like, you know, I know this neighborhood just pull over over here. Let me drive, you know? And so they start going back and forth. And by the time they're parked, they have said a lot of fuck yous and, and all Mm. of that type of language and whether we tv wants to admit that they did it or not i believe they pinched out a very short moment where monique called Derek a bitch and we hear him say you're a bitch in response yeah yeah just because of the way he he said it like you could tell that wasn't like him initiating it not to say that it was right right it was a response but it was a response to something that she said And then she's all like, "Um, I'm going to put you out the car. (laughs) And he's like, she's like, if you want to fight, we can fight. He was like, man, shut that dumb ass shit up. (laughs) He'll probably fold her ass up too, okay? Don't get them little, those little guys. I mean, he's probably been, let's be clear, he is probably still institutionalized. He's only been out, what, a week at this point, two weeks. 
So, yeah, he probably been on that yard having to defend his little self, okay? Right. So you talking about dragging him out the car. He like, hold up. Hold on that. <laughs> and he's still a grown man. You can't be calling him bitches and talking about dragging him out the car and fighting. You can't do that. Right. Right. That's not okay. Even I know the limits and I push them to I push them, okay? <laughs> but geez. <laughs> right. Because again, she can never shake them off. And he said it in the confessional. He's like, We're over here arguing and it really is not because of anything that we've done to each other. Like the only reason they're going back and forth is because of the siblings. Because yeah. he gets frustrated with how they behave and she gets frustrated because she's, if we're honest, been kind of sold this narrative about them and has had her guard up and then saw for sure that they actually were kind of like assholes, but c could not ignore them, you know, and, and not make them any sort of focal point because her focus on them has literally driven why we kept seeing them. Like if they were a non-factor, and you didn't interact with them and, and you wouldn't let them trigger you, then half of this stuff wouldn't have happened. So while they're pulled over in um, waiting on production or once production gets over there where they are, um, they decide that Derek should take an Uber back and Monique is going to go back to the hotel and get her things and go home. Um, earlier you mentioned, uh, some of the cast members and the garments. <laughs> now, mm -hmm. I don't know. She was included in the number. She was included in the number. Um, like we said, it's not about what you wear. It's about how you wear it. Now, sometimes if we're a hundred percent honest, it is what you wear. Like, was there not another option at all? Um, <laughs> and if there wasn't, right. how could we have made the option that you selected, be a little bit more flattering for you. Um, what I'm thinking of specifically is Monique's um, road trip outfit, which was a t-shirt and some, <laughs> I started to say dookie shorts like it was 1992. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> no, but do you remember those crop cut shorts she had on? The who? The little crop shorts she had on to ride back to no. chicago yeah i didn't see that somebody was like oh she put her diaper on to go home <laughs> you know what <laughs> you know what <gasps> you know what <laughs> so in her confessional she says that she's learned to not let you know disrespect disrespectful people walk all over her and um you know she's trying to get back on the right track and they see we see her again back in chicago and she finds out that derek cheated on her pretty much as soon as she left and the timeline adds up because they opened up this episode with them saying that derek had been out for six days and we saw in some advertisements that she said not even seven days out you cheated on me so mm. sure enough he got that uber but he didn't go back to the hotel and if she did leave, he definitely found him some shit to get into as soon as she left. And it was the CEO. Yes. I was about to say the real ones know <laughs> where he was. Um, and production asked Monique, how do you know he cheated? And she says, because the girl sent me all the information. And 
Uh, the CO sent pictures, videos. That's how we know it's her because the voice is blurred out again. And uh, Derek's like kind of laid up with her and then he's leaving. And she says that it sounds like a consistent story. The CO is basically like, yeah, like I'm seeing him, but he lied to me when I was behind bar when he was behind bars and she didn't know that he was in a committed relationship. So. So she says, okay, so since you lied to me, I'm gonna blow up your spot. Yes. Right. Exactly. Mm. But that does not keep Monique from sticking with Derek, talking to Derek. And we see her FaceTiming with him. Now she has the map of his location pulled up on the big screen and the FaceTime video of him is down on the small screen in the, on the right hand side of the screen. And so now she's like, where are you? And he says something and she's like, that's not what this says. Where are you for real? She makes him scan the room. Show me who's sitting by you. Who are you with? He's like, oh, I'm out with so-and-so and his girl. It's like, so you just with your your friend and his bitch? And I'm like, wow, so the girl got to be a bitch? Right. So she's like, let me see over there. Or she ghetto. You know, that's yeah. how they say girlfriend. Right. So. She's She uses a lot of females, bitch, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> She's telling him, like, you know, pan to the left pan to the right why do you have extra menu whose bread is that you're with somebody i know you're lying and then she gets really aggressive with his with her language and calls him a bitch again and says bitch i swear on my daughter that i will fuck you up and i'm like ghetto ghetto wow so to open the season you wanted us to go into our sympathy bag because you lost said daughter when she like a few days after she was born and that's a part of your depression and the reason that you gained weight but now you're swearing on your daughter that you will fuck Derek up like you're a wild girl for that that shit was wild to me super wild but I mean Monique is that yeah right right Like, regardless of what she wanted us to believe or how she wanted to come off, by the time she got back to Chicago, we see, like, okay, you in the gutter. For real. Like, Oh, yeah, that house was looking real south side. It was getting south side, honey, okay? (laughs) It was. I know I was on here saying that she was, you know, potentially a suburb girl, but then I saw the house. No. Negative. Yeah. Negative. It's it's too much. I just feel like that whole scanning of the room and questioning the food at the table. At this point, just let him cheat in peace. Like right. If you're not going nowhere, leave that man alone. It, it does not take all of that because Monique, you was right back in Ohio, ma'am. So right. Your gas, everything is on your dime. Derek will be spending that nine thousand dollars. He got in the bank fucking with me. Okay. I'm not. What? <laughs> Bitch, I bought you Gucci. You could get something and like, but whatever. Yeah. I don't know. She, it's like she likes subjecting herself to that shit just to watch him. I don't have time to babysit. Let him cheat in peace. Like, right. girl, tag you in, CO. You deal with him for two weeks. I had him. Like, what the fuck? But yeah, Derek's sisters, they're getting on my nerves too. Like at this point, it's the mess, the ghetto messy shit is just not cute. Like, right. 
what are we gonna draw the line at for a storyline? You know, exactly. so and it's like you know, and if Derek was with a quote unquote bad bitch that they want him to be with so bad, oh y'all wouldn't even be acting like this. So y'all don't even fuck with him for real. He's not dumb. That's why he's shading y'all. I don't know. Go get y'all own man in jail and do a show since y'all right. y'all want to be on TV so bad, like. This right. right up y'all alley. Go get y'all a little, you know, somebody in jail. I'm going to be nice. <laughs> you a, know. A little jailbird, you know. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, but whatever. <laughs> well. You know, it's, it's cool when you say it. It's a problem when I do it. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. I, I Right, a little bop there that you put me on to. I'm hip. <laughs> That's his name. Thank you. I wanted to shout him out, but I couldn't remember his name. I was about to say, what's his name, Jackie? But what's his name, Jack? Finesse two times. Period. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so that's kind of the end of them on Love After Lockup. We wrap with them saying that he's trying to win her back and she's willing to go back to Cleveland and hear him out. And Girl, because he was in Chicago. Just what? That, that was Valentine's Day week? Oh, so last yeah. week? He was looking for a braid of somebody retwist his hair. He was looking for the beauticians or whatever. Oh, well. I wonder who did it. Right. And I know they had to sit up in Monique's house to get it done, child. Girl, baby, uh, what? Girl, we, me and my friends, we we could tussle. I did a game together, okay? Girl, you're not. No. You're not coming in here. What you gonna do? <laughs> child. Well, that is a perfect segue into life after lockup. Uh, the new season is starting. All of these couples, with the exception of Trashley, Ashley and Travis, <laughs> will Girl. be going over to the other side. So uh, besides them, we should also expect to see a new and updated storyline from John and Sarah, from <laughs> Lindsay and Blaine. Taylor and Chance, Amber and Puppy, and worst of all, Brittany and Marcelino. Which is like, okay, I was thinking like, okay, Amber and Puppy gonna keep them a little check rolling. Yes. But it's like Brittany and Marcelino trying to do it too, and I don't like it. It's like, come on, I'm tired of them. Well, the difference is Amber and Puppy... I mean, if we really even look at how they ended the last life after lockup, surprisingly, like they have kept it real. Even when we thought the situations weren't even real, they actually were right. Both of them being pregnant and uh, Amber going through her situation and getting the abortion. Um, puppy being with a, a man who was still married, like there was actually some new things to learn and see. And I don't feel like they ever deliberately lied to us. Whereas Brittany and Marcelino, there's been at least two of the 
you know, three, four, five seasons they've been on where they was just telling lies. They're just trying to keep a check rolling. Yeah, but it's like this story, especially the Marcelino storyline with him cheating. It was like, come on now. Now y'all really playing in our face. And Brittany wasn't a good actress. And she claimed, oh, she's moving to Florida, you know, to start her life over with the kids. And of course, now Marcelino is there and y'all living as one big happy family. So why did y'all even well, play in our face? stayed in Vegas, right. Right, or even if you were moving, like trying to make it seem like you were moving without him. And then the very next time we see y'all on TV, y'all all back together. Like we not even gonna see you, you know, trying to rough it as a single mom. Okay. Girl, which I okay. don't want to see. Good night. Right. So I guess we're just going to watch them living in, you know, Florida the Wild. I guess that is enough of a storyline. Um, Taylor and Chance, we know she's pregnant. So having this baby on national television. Right. With Chance, who is using every line of credit that will be extended to his ass. Exactly. So they'll be running out of money soon. Um, Lindsay and Blaine definitely not looking forward to that shit uh she was on the sneak preview they opened up with a scene with her and Blaine and going to talk to a lawyer and finding out more about his criminal past and the fact that he is flagged as um basically you know he's a felon that will have to do the maximum sentence if he goes back to jail hmm and I'm and she's of course like really you know overreacting about it like oh my gosh I just can't oh my god and it, and I'm like girl if this is what we're gonna do all season I don't want it I do not want all. it I don't know why you're here <laughs> but if we're supposed to act like first of all didn't you tell us a long time ago that Blaine was one of your drug mules girl so for you to act like you don't know that he's a repeat offender who is gonna be flagged to have to do you know mandatory sentences why would you not why would you not already know that but that's what they want to sell to us um and then the last couple we've got is john and sarah um didn't catch them on like the first 15 minutes that they gave us last week but Uh, John and Sarah will also have their new baby and just those you know issues in their relationship because John got all these women from his past and seems like there might be a concern about Sarah having a man from her past as well Hmm. Um, we did also get a first glimpse of a new Monique and Derek scene where Derek is shopping with his sisters to get uh monica basically a an i'm sorry gift and, mm. and they're in a boutique per usual might have been you know with the ops <laughs> right and of course they have on their club gear per usual and um abriana's making jokes you know picking up clothes like oh you can get this for monique one for the left nipple one for the right nipple and i'm like oh my gosh and you know and this is another scene where Derek laughs right along with them you know and um he's talking to monique on the phone she calls and this is when we learn that she is going back to cleveland for sure and then we also get a scene with her and her two sisters. It's Calandra as well as their third sister. Mm-hmm. And um, 
they all look dead alike it's so funny like when when you see them all together i'm just like man like y'all really are some sisters i guess uh but of course basically this is us seeing and getting prepared for the fact that monique is bringing reinforcement when she goes back to cleveland this time girl nobody's gonna keep doing this with you <laughs> right but we know it leads to an epic fight um that uh we tv was able to capture that warranted them being on life after lockup because i feel like we could have probably wrapped them up <laughs> completely on love after lockup if every couple wasn't bringing a little something but uh we'll see that and They've already alluded to a potential Monique pregnancy scare. Girl. So, you know, I mean, it's funny when you go down the list, like there's really only like two or three couples that haven't given us a pregnancy scare. So, you know, why not Monique? Come on down. You're next. (laughs) So yeah, we'll uh, be looking forward to more from these couples uh taylor burning up chances belongings on the front yard eris um, and cameron with cameron surprising her on the beach just a lot of uh random stuff going on so i don't know how deep the content will go especially when you got this many couples it feels like they'll do a lot of switching off episode to episode and things will maybe finally start to cool off because when we think about it, there was not one episode that went by that we did not see Monique and Derek. I feel like everybody else had a little hmm. break. <laughs> they said, we're not part-time, we're full-time, we're overtime. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. So maybe we'll give them some breathing room going into this new oh, it's season. It's needed. It's yeah. needed, for sure. Because, yeah, I mean, we can't we can't keep seeing her with a pressure up like this dealing with him and his sisters and just the the streets in general because this relationship is not healthy for her in any way and it's about time that we start to you know sunset what's going on here but they want to pretend like they still together that's that's totally fine i guess huh. <laughs> I thought I had a little uh, love after lockup university and I hate that I can't remember it or can't find it, but you I'm know, gonna come to you next episode. Watch exactly. Girl's going to come to me 10 minutes after we, we done. <laughs> we hang up. Of course. Right. But like, yes, <laughs> but I guess again, one thing's for sure. We TV jumped deep into the bag this season. I do give it a perfect score. Oh um, yeah, this season was the best. <laughs> right? Never seen a season that has kept my attention week to week, really trying to see what these folks had going on. Um and I really look forward to see how they're able, you know, to keep the momentum going with life after lockup. But I think we'll all be okay knowing that this is going to be a hard one to look up to or to, this is going to be a hard season to live up to. Right. And, and come behind and, and keep it going. But Hey, if you can do it, like give, give the people raises, the producers damn sure need a raise dealing with um Monique and Derek. Girl, <laughs> we could call them Derek. <laughs> Oh, that's what I call them. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I found. I did find it. Girl, okay, boom. What's up? What's up? 
the the universe is letting us know uh hot off the press this is from tvshowcase.com uh deontay homeless and broke question mark so homeless what homeless and broke and you know what i just unfollowed our good sis deontay So, yes, if you can think of anybody who has fallen from grace in the love after a lockup universe, it is absolutely Deontay. Yeah, like, now you, you off the show and she's still on there, like, it makes no sense. Right. But, you, I mean, maybe because he got what he wanted, too. Like, he's in a committed relationship, if they even still together. So, I believe their relationship kind of dissolved as well because Cece... Um, has an interesting track record actually the article also mentions it she has a a past she's another girl that's been in jail and did some time she has another court date coming up for embezzlement on march 8th God damn. <laughs> um and whether or not he has been supporting her throughout all of her drama is unknown but <laughs> Beyonce yeah i mean god damn you want to just steady have girls and you go broke come here then like what the fuck girl so and he don't oh he irritated <laughs> you know what i'm gonna say this mm-hmm. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> i think beyonce got some dick over there like i oh, think beyonce's yeah. nigga some good d okay well, I think we we suspected as much <laughs> a, a while back, especially when he yeah. started going on Instagram, you know, showing off the goods. Trying to show off, baby. I was like, I think Deontay got some dick over there. Yeah, he got that, <laughs> damn, like, my main nigga won't pick up, but I know I'll... <laughs> Right, right. I might get a few dollars <laughs> when I get up wet ass and a few dollars. I don't feel too bad about it. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so real quick. So this is so TV showcase got this from um Starcasm. I'm I'm saying this wrong. It's TV shows Ace. Yes, TV shows Ace. Sorry, child. Anyways, according to Starcasm, which I should have known anyway, all of this heavy spending may have come back to bite him. Though Deontay was back on the last season of Life After Lockup with Lindsay Downs, she didn't take it from him. She did point out that his credit score could be way higher. She did say that. Um, Deontay has since moved on with a new woman, and this may have contributed to his troubles. So there's mm. an Instagrammer by the name of Mary Pants who recently shared that an apartment complex had filed a suit against him in November of last year, uh, claiming that he owed $2,874 plus $380 in damages. Additionally, mm. <laughs> Deontay was also sued by a car financing company earlier in 2022. Not on that Taurus. It better not be for that Taurus, not that. <laughs> for the amount of six thousand six hundred thirty dollars and thirty three cents. Oh no, you was real behind on your car. No, six thousand dollars. Six. That's hell. Sixty six. Okay. 
He is now that's waiting. A that's a lot. Come on, right? That's like, that's not just one payment. He is now waiting to see if their motion to garnish his wages will go through on March 3rd. So baby, next week. It seems he's been battling creditors since 2014 and not really succeeding. We also knew that from information that he shared and from him having to live with his mama. Um, and as for whether or not he is homeless, he addressed the status of eviction. Essentially, he is saying that the news is making a mountain out of a molehill. But for the truth, you'd have to go to his YouTube channel and he's launching that it's called diving into it with d and it's coming mm. in the near future you better do some right better go back to work i don't think he ever quit his job or nothing but and his mother hooked him up with that girl so now it's like mom you did all that about him dating the inmates and you went and hooked them up with one Right. Did you just want him to talk to the one of your choosing, of your liking, or something? Like, what the fuck? Wait, so where is La Crystal? How about that? Oh, Do you know girl. what? Let's just, let's just go in peace. Leave her alone. Right. Don't go with so drama. You ain't got no money. You, you bro. Exactly. With your debt and your baggage. Because the problem with him is he'll mess around and miss that old prison white puss and be out there looking for somebody <laughs> new. <laughs> you know i'm not doing this with you this evening honey okay <laughs> girl just saying so yeah shout out to the crystal also someone who dodged a bullet you know on this yes, programming indeed. we fucks with you come to chicago we hang out or something <laughs> right and yeah hey Deontay I feel like this is all unfortunately his karma for trying to do a little too much in this love after lockup experience you know yep you're bad like how many times do we need to say like ladies girls alone Deontay how many times did I get on live with you and say that shit and you told me that you had it figured out. And I said, I got faith in you, Deontay. Yes. And here you go, letting me down. That's okay. I want to follow him back and get on live again. I'm over it. <laughs> That's so funny because that is the literal truth. <laughs> I've seen you on live trying to talk some sense into that man. <laughs> Girl, he irritating. Oh, wow. Well, so that was the tea. And uh, unfortunately, with all that shit going on, I don't even think he's eligible to come back on. I feel like he might have violated like an NDA or something like that. For real? Messing around with all those YouTubers. Um, I don't Ooh. know for sure because it was a lot that happened very quickly between him and Lindsay and, you know, Sherelle's world, Auntie's advice, uh, yeah. Kiki Kibitz, like all the different yeah. YouTubers that are big into recapping the show as well um yeah something happened in one of those conversations and i believe it led to him like really uh, violating the nda so mm. hey it'll be interesting i think we know for sure he's not gonna be on this season because he can't keep his mouth closed so he wouldn't even be on social media if right if he was gonna be on the show so Good luck to him, you know, work on that free, uh, free credit repair. 
you know it's resources out there for you hmm. all right well with that uh we have uh just we're just a little bit of time left counting down uh, to the life after lockup full episode for the new season so We'll be back next week to talk more about it. And uh, hopefully we'll catch y'all then. I don't know. I might be feeling a little spicy. I might see if I can upload this onto YouTube. Get the YouTubers (laughs) involved for this season. Um, But if not, you know, we are really, as usual, thank all y'all that listen to the podcast. Y'all are very nice and always have great feedback. Uh, we appreciate that y'all can, you know, tell that we're good, good girls, good Judies, and we keep you guys laughing. So we're not going anywhere from a podcast standpoint. Um, but we'll see if we can capture a few additional folks over there in YouTube land. But regardless, we'll be back next week with more. And until then, you take care. Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another Love After Lockup review. We appreciate y'all. And remember, I'm a jack of all trades, a master of none, not here to be an expert, just here to have fun. Bye, guys.